Hey everybody, this is Mark Hope on The Mark Hope Show. I'm here with Daniel Kelly, our producer. Hi guys. What do you got on deck for us today? Today, we've got a good friend of Mark's. His name is Lee Stravagi. We're going to talk about him. He restores old cars and a bunch of other things. And it's really interesting to uh, see what he does. So we'll talk to him for a bit. Before we get started with our call, What uh, what's new? What's new? Well, the Mark Hope show is uh, coming along. We've got the studio in place. We, uh, we have probably 20 to 25 small businesses that are reaching out to us for help. With our sister company, Marketing Hope, and uh, we help realtors and insurance companies and people that are doing businesses from their home, and uh, we like to answer questions on the air. We deal with people trying to get into college. We do reputation management. You know, especially a lot of people don't realize that uh, you know building your LinkedIn profile nowadays is a lot like it was getting a resume ready. Back in the old days, when I, dinosaurs ruled the earth when I was trying to get a job. You know, I know we've talked about the, the resume versus the LinkedIn in the past on the show. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very interesting shift that's happening between, oh, hey, do you have a resume? Oh, that's great. Okay, email it in. Um, well, what's your LinkedIn look like? You know, what does your social media look like? And we've covered that at length well, before. Well, a lot of times they don't ask you that. No, they just look without you without asking. Well, there's a thing called a CVS. You want to tell the listeners what that is? I, you know, you're going to have to tell me. Detailed synopsis of your background and skills. As with a resume, you may need different versions of CV for different types of positions. So it's CV. It stands for Curriculum Vital. So it's your vital stats. Huh. Perfect. Contact information, education, skills, experience. But just like in the old days, it's about who you know. You know, so... As you're building your, your LinkedIn and other community-based associations, that's how we get things done. You know, and everything in life is sales. I don't care what you say. Sure. You're a neurologist. You have to know people to get into the right hospital or the right school or the right work group or the right whatever you're doing. You know, so you need to work on your reputation management from early childhood on through. So if you've got college kids and you're worried about trying to get them into school, take a look at what they're doing online. And, you know, maybe you're not involved with every single little tweet that they send, but you should be involved in helping them structure their LinkedIn. You should be, you know, structuring their, their web page. Right. You know, and right. we do all that kind of thing for you. We teach classes on it and, uh, you know, we are helping kids get in school and we're helping people get the job that they want. Not only are we helping businesses get customers, but we're helping people succeed in their life. And, you know, maybe there's 150 equally qualified people for a given job. Yeah. How do you get picked? You got to stand out somehow. What, what about you is the thing that stands out? Well, maybe... Uh, Something on your kid's YouTube channel. Sure. Was impressive. You know, some video about them going out and doing charity work and helping and, and you know, something showed that extra spark and then the other 149 candidates didn't have that. Right. You know, so calling on a marketing company to, to help you with that kind of thing, you know, that is the right way to make sure that you have every best foot forward on that next job or on the next uh, interview. 
I've been doing a lot of private work with, uh, you know, some politicians, and uh, I only work with certain ones that I deem are doing good things, like my good friend Mike Wade, the mayor of Parker. I want to use my powers for influence to help people that are doing good things. And so that's what I've been spending a lot of my time on. But every week it's something new and exciting. And sure. it's amazing. Yeah. We're going to have somebody else on the show. And, and I'll tease this a little bit, and I'm not going to say his name, but uh, we've had somebody from his company in before. But this guy's helping people that normally wouldn't have an advantage in a buying a business situation and helping them realize the purchase or the sale of a business. And it's a unique Colorado company, and we're going to have him on. And he has some really neat stories to tell about helping people. And that's the, the basis of the show, right, Daniel? Right. That's all we do. We help people and connect people to other people that need help. And that's, that's what we're about. We like to talk to people and see how they're helping each other and get involved with And what do we say? If it's not helping somebody or we don't like it, we don't do it on the show. Right. All right. So we are going to get Lee on the phone here and see what he has to say and see what he does. It'll be pretty interesting here. So. Hello. Lee. Yes. Hey, Daniel Kelly from the Mark Hope Show podcast calling. How are you doing? Terrific. How are you guys doing tonight? We are doing great. Can you hear us okay? Crystal clear. Hey, Lee, thank you for coming on that live. We're back. We're back. Oh, at the... I, I, was just, I was just cruising Facebook. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And, you know, I thought that, you know, I think it's an awesome concept. You know, there's so many people out here struggling and just, don't have the time for it because they're doing the nuts and bolts of their business and not the other aspect of it. Yeah, and we help a lot of folks doing that. <clears throat> but uh, it was yeah, nice that's... to have you on that live broadcast a little bit to kind of tease what we're doing. And so mm -hmm. um, why don't you why don't you kind of fill the podcast listeners in a little bit on uh, what you've been doing with cars for the last 30 or 40 years? And how you and I kind of came upon our idea that we want to do. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I've always loved cars. You know, you know, in kindergarten, the teacher asks what you want to do for a living. You know, you want to be a fireman or policeman or whatever. And I'm like, I want to build hot rods. The teacher's like, you don't want to be a fireman or something? I'm like, no, I want to build cool cars. And you have, in fact, done that. Yeah, yeah, I've I've got to participate on some really neat vehicles. Uh, you know, I actually painted the King of Norway's Cadillac and made national news over there. And you have some pictures of that too, right? Yeah, I do have some pictures of that here stored on my phone. We we may we may reach out to you and get some of those pictures and put them on the podcast okay. show page when we air this yeah. episode. Yeah, you know, and I've worked, I've been blessed to work on some really cool cars, like Duesenbergs and stuff. Matter of fact, uh, one guy out there in Colorado, uh, Mark Clayton, he's a real high-end restorer out there. And uh, he took pictures of the car that I worked on out there. It's a big Auburn Duesenberg weekend here this weekend. Very cool. So... And, and you work on quite a bit of the cars. It, you know, it's just really cool, and I find it a blessing to be able to work on this kind of stuff, you know, where other people don't always have that opportunity. They're either stuck in a dealership or, you know, or maybe they're happy with that. Me, I've always, it's always been the passion of just doing cool stuff. Well, one of the things that really struck my interest when I was really started to follow your work was the incredible detail 
you know, and you were doing the updates on your, um, on a particular, I think it was a Torino you were building. And yeah, uh, I'm you know, still in the process just, of that. Really interesting to me to see every little part about it. I mean, you take the door, take it down to its skin and just, you know, refabricate it and, and, you know, down to the bare metal and then build it back up again. And, you know, it, it just the detail was just amazing to me. Yeah, it's just what it takes to make things last and make it work. You know, in today's world, is, it, it's a sad thing that a lot of people just don't take pride in what they're doing. You know, or or it's just good enough. It's it's almost never good enough for me. That that's just the way I'm built, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm a strange duck, but I, I, that's your blessing and your curse, right? That's how that's how we say it. Yeah, right, right. I I I, I can get so involved into it where I'm just like hurting myself, but I don't care. It's about the job, not the profit. Yeah, well, that's. That that true craftsmanship. Another thing that that happens when I'm looking at your work is, uh, it seems like I go back into this time warp, and and a lot of the cars that I see that you're you're working on, are, uh, you know the old the late '60s muscle cars and the late late '60s early '70s cars, that uh, you know I always wanted when I was a kid, but I was my family was too poor for us to be you know, having those cars and now here they are. Right. Right. You know, 68 Cougar. I saw a pair of them in your shop the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We, we still got some of that stuff in the works too on some of them Cougars. Cause you know, there's just, there's a lot to be done, you know, and you know, people are on a budget and you just do what you can and do it in phases, you know, and it all works. Right. Right. You know, um, I, I just, I just love cars. I love, I love anything long as it's old. <laughs> now do you do all the work lee or do you send some stuff out it's very little that i do not do you know i have rebuild engines i don't want to do that you know i have the guys that do that every day you know or transmission but then you'll put them in and make sure they're installed properly that kind of thing yeah I, yeah and i make sure everything's right you know what about interiors do you have a shop that does that for you I've done a lot of interior myself. Um, you know, I've done headliners, made custom door panels, uh, save things that they just don't make no more. Right, right, yeah. You know, and it, it just takes planning and just trying to figure out how is this, how can this be done? And then, you know, sometimes I have resources or ask somebody or sometimes I just figure it out on myself, you know. You know, trial and error, and so many years of trial and error, I usually get it the first time anymore. You know, because it's just so many years of doing this stuff. Well, that's that's a thing that I call talent. I mean, I, you know, over a number of years, if you keep doing a, a different thing over and over and over correctly, then you you just hone that skill. Yeah. Do you have a a, a favorite one that you've done? A favorite car that you restored or I don't there's always the next one it's like it's a constant not fix you know there's cars I want to build I don't care if I own them I just want to see them come to fruition sure you know I I get these ideas in my head and I just want to do it (laughs) you know I don't know how it'll happen or if it'll happen I just know I have these plans (laughs) and hopefully they do come to fruition okay 
because it's kind of like an art to me, I guess. You're always putting these pictures up of these mashup cars. You know, where it's a front of one car and it's a back of a different car. Yeah, yeah. I like doing silly stuff like that. Or, you know, it, it kind of stretches your mind a little bit. You know, different other things. Some of the stuff is just horrid and funny at the same time. Well, you know, I have a mashup <laughs> but, you know, car that I that I have in mind that I would love to do. And it's a it's like a Mako Shark late, late 60s, early 70s L88 Corvette hardtop. Right. But you cut off the hard top and then you put an early 60s you okay. know, curved window glass in the back. Okay. Or even a split window if you can right. find one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen some of that. And then meld that all together. Yeah. I've seen some split windows put on like late model vets and stuff. And, and, you know, and I've also seen, which I think is really beautiful when it's done, is when they'll put like a fastback Mustang roof on a, on a Cougar. That is an absolutely gorgeous car. I've seen that. I've, I, you've posted pictures of that, too. Yeah, that, it's just absolutely gorgeous. You know, uh, or just heavy modifying, but yet it still flows. I mean, there, there's a limit to, you know, where I think some things should go. Some things just go over the top. You know? well, people do that all the time. Right, right. And some people love it. Some people have hate it you know and it, it, it's all part of the experience you know but i kind of got associated with you through my good friend mike learn yeah he, he's one of my heroes in the airbrush world and uh he's just a massively talented guy unbelievable I mean, he's one of my inspirations in life and, and such know? a good guy uh, he is one of the the best hearted guys that, I, that i've run into yeah he is yeah, he is. He's from my hometown, and I'm really glad he's made good. You know, he's doing these guitars, and he's done all these famous people, you know, rock bands and stuff like that. And I just think it's awesome, and I'm extremely happy for him. Yeah, he he does a lot of that engineering kind of stuff too. Have you? Uh, yes, he does. He's doing a project right now called the Bed Bug. Yeah, and it's a it's a VW Bug with a steak bed truck. Yeah, yeah, I've been following that. Yeah, that, it's pretty cool. And I got a soft spot for the Beatles too. <laughs> he does it. He does a thing that I love that you do as well, and that's doing these updates on these projects where you kind of taking a picture as it's going along, a little description about what's going on with the project, and and I really love that. And we kind of teased this during our our Facebook live, but I want to kind of talk about it again. One of the things that we're trying to build up for everybody to that's listening to know if you have a charity or I've uh, been in talks with uh, adaptive adventures in the MS uh, center of Colorado about building some of these iconic cars. And we're going to have Lee craft these cars and um, we're going to do a whole storyboard of here's the car. Here's who bought it. Here's who originally had it. Here's family pictures of who had it as much information as we can get, tear it down and then, you know, put it back piece to piece and allow the audience and the, the people that are involved in the charity to kind of decide which way the build goes up to the culmination of finishing the car. And then we'll put it on the auction block and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, pay for the car and then, and make some money for the charity and uh, kind of move on to our next car. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. doesn't it sound good? It sounds cool. And then, yeah, it uh, sounds like an awesome idea. And uh, hopefully, uh, 
as we go along, we'll have a bunch of, of that kind of, you know, it's almost like, you know, and I hate to date myself too. And I'm, I'm pretty old and, you know, I, this was, <laughs> I don't think you're much older than me, brother. <laughs> this was, this was already a thing that was kind of going out of style when I was younger, but you know, in the movies, they used to have like a serial, you know, kind of a movie before the movie. And, and, uh, you know, you would go back to the movies because it was like, they called them cliffhangers and it would leave mm-hmm. you on the, like a Western kind of a thing. And the, the cowboy fell off his horse on a cliff and he was holding onto the rain or whatever. <laughs> and then it stopped there. So you'd have to go back to the movies next Saturday to see what it. happened next. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty, that's pretty smart. I love doing that kind of stuff, especially with this project that Lee and I are doing um, with the show. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I, I can't wait to see. You know what that engine's going to look like, or what you know what the what is the hood scoop going to look like on that thing? Or what kind of shifter is <laughs> right. it going to get? Or you know, make sure and tell me. And mm-hmm. I, I'm crazy for that stuff. Just it maybe is my my uh, tick that I have, but uh, I love the home improvement. Oh, I think projects everybody enjoys that. You know, it the gives before them and after. You know, you know, whether it's a sh- your favorite show or whatever, and then there's a the cliffhanger and you got to wait until next week. Right. You That's know, and I think everybody kind of enjoys that. It's it, it's kind of like, uh, I guess you could call a little bit of spice of life there. Well, see, so now, now they know, don't, they've got the, uh, like the, the Netflix shows. You just have the whole series all at once, the whole season. It all comes out the same day, and you, yeah, you don't have to wait it. for anything. You don't wait. No, there's no cliffhangers. There's no reason to come back. You just consume it all, and then go do something else, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you're sad when it's over. <laughs> I like, I like the waiting. I like the the episodic, mm-hmm. you know, once a week feel. The like, titillation. Yeah, some of the old school stuff is still good for you. You know, not everything new is great. Right. Whenever we're doing marketing campaigns, I mean, I, I think it's always, you know, it's always a really cool thing. Like if we're going to do something for your shop, you know, I would like the people to tune in and say, hey, what's going on in the shop today? What's going on yeah. in the shop? It's kind of snowy and here's what's going on. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it just has yeah. to be, hey, mm-hmm. you know. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the new breaks going on. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. here's my pet wild turkeys coming up in the yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 frequent me quite a bit anymore. They're almost getting fearless. It's kind of neat anymore. Is the weather starting to change out there? Uh, you know, we really got hit hard with rain. It it was like pitch black at six o'clock today. It was kind of scary. Uh, are you in danger from this this uh, hurricane coming up? Are you too far north? I, sometimes it affects the weather up here, yeah. and then what happens a lot of times is the hurricane will come up the east coast, and it'll just park here, and it'll rain for a sure. week. <laughs> you know, other times not so much. You know, it'll usually bring up uh, warmer weather. But uh, I live in a miniature tundra where we've uh, we've actually in the national snow globe winter here a few times we had uh two years ago over 200 inches of snow oh my wow. goodness uh yeah i mean uh at christmas time we literally got two foot of snow there was roofs collapsing here i've never seen a snow i've lived here my whole life i've never seen it snow that it's hard heavy heavy here, wet ever snow before too, right Oh, you can have that. And then we have these things that are called thunder snows, and that's when it really kicks in because it just picks it up off the lake and just dumps it. 
Hmm. It is just phenomenal weather around here. Yet it yeah, can be that's, really that's hot brutal. too in the summer. I don't think yeah. Big Papa could live that close to a lake in the winter. I, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it, it's not. It's not. For the I'll day. come out and visit you while we're doing a car build or something. But then I got to get back. Okay. Home. Well, listen, Lee. I want. I'm going to sign off on your interview right now. But we're definitely going to have you back on a regular basis. And uh, for everybody that's that's interested in this project that we're doing, I want you to keep an eye on uh, the Mark Hope Show podcast. And you know. We're going to fill in all of Lee's information. Lee, would you like to, uh, you know, mention your business and shout out, uh, you know, that you're available for people to, to help them with some of their projects, maybe give a phone number if they're in, in your area? Yeah, sure. Uh, Where you're located yeah, and all I, that kind of stuff? Uh, I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania. We're right up here on the lake. We're in between uh, Buffalo and Cleveland and Pittsburgh, pretty much dead center, all them tri-cities. Um but if somebody wanted to work on a car, they could flatbed it in from any of those areas to your shop, and you you take care of it for them. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We we can uh, run run you the full service, or get you connected to the right people, or no matter the job, big or small, you know, um, we can pretty much handle it. Well, that sounds great, man. We're gonna put your contact information in the in the show notes. All right. And. Uh, we will look forward to talking to you again at a later point, and I really appreciate your time. You are a very talented man. Oh, thank you. You guys are way too generous with that, but I do truly appreciate that. I just have a pure passion for it. That is awesome. Before we let you go, and uh, do you have a phone number if uh, people want to reach out and give you a call about any work? Sure. Um, it's 814-449-2417. You can either text me a message is easiest way to get a hold of me or, you know, straight out phone call. I have a Stravagi's auto body page there on Facebook. And, um, I have a thing called crazed ink where I get more in the custom end of things. And I do a little airbrushing and carving and other little, you can do a tattoo on you, Daniel. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I can't do tattoos. I only tattoo rides. Oh, don't say that. Don't, don't say that. I want to get him in the shop back there on your first tattoo. We won't tell him it's your first tattoo. What afterwards. is going on? Oh, okay. It really hurts. Okay. That yeah, does not look like a tattoo on, gun. Air chisel and a sharpie. That's all I got to work with. Oh, that's exactly right. Well, Lee, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, Lee. And uh, oh, we will be talking you to you again soon. All right. All right. Take care. You guys have a great night. That all was right. Lee, my car guy. All right. Thank you. Bye. So... A lot of people ask me a lot of times, you know, when, when I'm talking to people about their business, things that they're doing, you know, what's the secret sauce of the marketing stuff that we're doing for the small businesses? And it's it's really frustrating for a small business because normally it's really expensive. And really what you need is a little bit of guidance and, and a little bit of help to get the technology to work for your small business so that people can activate, you know, the power of those those mediums without spending a thousand fifteen hundred dollars a month and that's where marketing hope comes from we do a simple membership and then you have access to low price things to help engineers help you with your facebook page your facebook business page um, we're doing a lot of linkedin promotion for you know a lot of what people are doing with not only their personal branding but for their uh 
campaigns or businesses. A lot of people don't realize that LinkedIn is a giant content marketing engine that, that is really being underutilized. And we're taking people that have 15, 20, 100 connections in LinkedIn, and we're pumping them up to 1,500, 2,000, and then putting real content through for them at a really relatively cheap price. I mean, that service is 50 bucks a month. And uh, that's one of the things we're doing for uh, Mark Jackson. And uh, he's having a really good experience with that. And uh, if any of you business people would like to you know, reach out to us, we're easy to find. And if we were a marketing company and weren't easy to find, then that would be, that would be tough. But uh, we can help you. Um, what else you got? You know, um, something that I've been, I've been doing a lot of listening to podcasts for research for the show and, and just sort of, uh, you know, sort of getting into that, that mode. And uh, something that I've heard that I really want to add to our podcast is, you know, every time um, they go live, so every time they do a podcast, they mention something that's going on in the world, in their world, that is a positive thing. I think it's nice just to give a shout out for something positive that's happening. You know, each time we, we do a show, I mean, something... Well, we should tell the people the rules, though, too, Daniel. No, okay, tell them the rules. What don't we allow on this we, show? We don't allow any any negativity at all. We'll start with that. Banned. Banned. Totally out. No negativity. What else? No politics. No politics. Along that line, everybody has enough of politics. Nobody needs to hear about that. You know, a lot of, a lot of other stuff, like prayers, prayers inbound to all the folks that are in the, in the wake of that hurricane. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really kind of bearing down on the Bahamas and uh, I have some friends. Florida yeah, I have some friends that live on the the eastern coast of Florida, and they're hopefully everybody's prepared and yeah. and hunkered down. Yeah, yeah. Well, a really cool thing happened last weekend. We had the lemonade stand. That, yeah, there we go. Parker, as well as lots of communities across the nation, had this lemonade day for kids, and uh, it allowed them to all have a lemonade stand and then teach them the principles of business and how to advertise and and get together and have an event. And then after the kids made their money, then uh, they got to uh, spend a third of it. They got to keep a third of it, save a third of it, and donate a third of it. And my grandson Carson did it, and you and your girls came yeah, over, and you was, were a big part of that. That was great fun. But one of the things that I took license to do during that event was to do a page for that lemonade stand event just to show people how easy it was to make a page for this little business that an eight-year-old was putting on for one day. And it was exciting. There was a lot of video backing of the event. There was a lot of lead up. There was a lot of different things going on. Of course, I didn't ask for donations or any of that kind of stuff. Advanced sell any tickets or anything like that. But it just goes to show how simple it is in this world of technology to, you know, really get some firepower behind your little small business. Daniel, how many businesses have we helped with under $100 a month in their budget? A bunch. A bunch. You know, a lot of people out there, they they know their business, and that's what they know. Or that's what they can handle at the time. Look, I've, I've got a, a business. Right. I'm making that happen. Everything else, I, I'm not, I can't do that right now. So. And that's a good point, too, because... You know, some guy is out there running five trucks on a lawn service, and he's working 12 hours a day, and uh, 
he doesn't have time to get on Facebook and LinkedIn right. and Instagram and YouTube and all that kind of stuff at the end of the day, you know, but he has to, he has to try because there's nobody helping him. Well, and, and not to mention, not just getting on there and doing it, you have to learn how to do it too. You can kind of feel around and whatever, but there's a lot of people we work with who that's not their forte. I mean, they're bakers, they're lawnmowering pe- people, they are plumbers. They're not social media gurus. Well, and the reason that we are is because Daniel and I are involved in small business before there was an internet. And Buzzfeeds got killed by Craigslist. And Yellow Pages got killed by the internet. The internet, Google. Yeah, and uh, TiVo killed TV and podcast killed the radio. I mean, so these small businesses have to learn how to do all this stuff. And that's how we learned it. By doing it for 30 years for ourselves, because everyone that you talk to that's in the marketing business, and I hate to say this, I think that there's some good guys out there, but everybody else wants $5,000 a week or $3,000 a week. And it's just, you can't, you can't afford to run a small business and have an advertising budget like that. No, and we, we fought that for a while too in our own business. And eventually we said, you know, hey, let's see what we can do. Let's put our muscle and our brain behind it. And come up with something. And, and now we've got a whole team that makes ads yeah. and and puts them out over the different mediums. And and we will do consulting or we'll do it for you. Oh, yeah. Whichever you want. Either we'll do the whole thing or we'll teach you how to do it or anywhere in the middle. But the main thing that I like to stress people is do not get frustrated. You know, you've got a dream and, and owning and running a small business in America is a dream. Yeah. You know, and that... That stems from that side hustle that we always talk about. When you're working your main gig, you need to get your side hustle going. And right. a lot of times, you're the only promoter of doing that. Yeah. You know, and that's where those members-only chat rooms come in and people helping people. And, you know, you, I've always been a firm supporter of people helping people. People that right. have been there in the trenches You know, a lot of times these counselors try to tell you what to do and you're looking for help with other things. And generally, it's the people that have had whatever problem that you have are the ones that can listen to you and say, yeah, I was there and I can help you get out. And those are the people that really, you know, are there for people. But the main thing is to stay positive and to stay engaged. And, And a lot of times people don't realize exactly how to build that that business framework up so that they can stay engaged with their people but not overwhelm the market. Right, Daniel? Right, right. It's not a high-powered rifle approach. It's a, it's a low and slow. I mean, you got to be out there and you got to be consistent with your, with your audience. You know, if you, if you try well, and, and do and all of your marketing in one day, you're never going to get there. I hear a lot of frustration from businesses. And, you know, we resort to a lot of things that, you know, maybe are not that effective given the digital age because we don't know what else to do. You know, we're buying the Valpac coupons. How many people have we talked to that are doing that? <laughs> and uh, the, the, the thing that I like to alleviate when, uh, when <coughs> I'm working with people is I want, to, I want to take the frustration away. And a lot of people, they get a paralysis because there's so much going on. Well, I don't know what to do with my web page. And this guy says I have to do this. And then I don't know what to do about the fake Facebook page and Instagram. And, I, you know, forget talking to influencers, right. you know, who are you know, presenting your product or, you know, doing different things like that. Everything is existing in a smaller plane. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. Half the country is small businesses. And we're not servicing those small businesses. We're just servicing 
these Amazons and these giant businesses, they're getting all of the stuff that they're getting and these big brands are getting these influencers and they're going to wear these kinds of shoes or do that kind of stuff where there's people that are actually fixing drywall or roofing or um, selling insurance to folks or, you know, giving the real services that, that make the country grind. You know, that we need every single day, mechanics like Lee and, uh, you know, those people need representation and they need it to be at a, a price that is reasonable for them. Sure. sure. And that's a monthly budget. Yeah. Whether it's $30, $150, whether it's $300, you know. I talked to another guy the other day who's running an auto shop here in Denver, all around auto care. And he's a great guy, and we're going to have him on the show later. Perfect. But the most important thing is don't be afraid to reach out and get some help. Say, I don't know what I'm doing, and I just need somebody to help me. How can we get started? And those are the things that uh, I have the most joy doing. And, and a lot of my engineering work that I do for the company is for charities I don't have a lot of time to do any actual work for, for customers as much as I'd like. Whenever I can, I will. But, you know, we have a bunch of engineers that get in there and just really help people understand what's going on. And, you know, I would say that the biggest thing that we do is, is to help people learn their own marketing processes. Even if, even if you're having somebody change your oil, it's good for you to know what kind of filter you want and what kind of oil do you want to put in your car and learn a little bit about it. And that's where we come in. You don't have to do the whole job, but you have to be able to know enough to decide, yes, I want the lifetime brake pads or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. 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 Yeah. And don't try to do everything at once. Right. You know, don't try to do everything at once. Start small, do one thing, execute it, get something done and then build on that. Hey, that worked out great. We're going to add a piece now. We're going to add a piece. We're going to add a piece. You know, get good at the pieces as you go instead of trying to come up with some crazy master plan that takes you seven years and you never get anything done. Right? Well, that and it's about who you know. You know, there's a lot of things in this life that, you know, you have to know somebody. So I want to start this small business. I want to start doing this thing that I've been doing for friends on the side and I want to make it grow but I don't have a bookkeeper. Well, but we know those people. We know the insurance agents and shout out to Josh Martin, insurance advisors over in Parker. That guy, yeah, he is a great guy and uh, he's saving people money and he really, you know, he's a good explaining yeah. people and teaching people. You know, a lot of people love to buy things, but they don't want to be sold things. Right. You know, so whenever I'm endorsing somebody that is going to be, working with us on the show and they, you know, we, we do a shout out for them or, or put them on the show. They have to be good people and they have to teach the customers like people that need to be educated, you know, because they don't know. Guys, that's our show for today. Really appreciate you all listening. Please like and subscribe on iTunes or the Google Play Store or wherever you get your podcasts and keep your eyes open for the next episode of the Mark Hope Show podcast. See you then.